This is the In Focus podcast from the Hindu. Welcome to the Hindu's In Focus podcast. I'm Zubeda Hamid, your host for today. Reports of a spike in respiratory illnesses in China have recently caused some amount of panic. Perhaps this is not surprising, considering that next month will mark four years since the COVID-19 pandemic broke out and changed the world as we knew it. The current surge of illnesses, however, has been reported primarily among children. On November 22nd, the World Health Organization requested information from China about these infections. Subsequently, Chinese authorities said that the outbreak was due to a number of pathogens, all of them known, none of them new. On November 26th, the Indian government asked states to ensure that influenza-like illnesses and severe acute respiratory illnesses be closely monitored, particularly in children and adolescents. Several state governments have since then stepped up their surveillance measures especially as winter sets in in many parts of India, while parts of the South are experiencing heavy rains. We have since heard about RSV, adenoviruses, and mycoplasma that have been the causes behind many of these infections. So what are these pathogens that have caused the Chinese outbreak? Why are they affecting children? Does India have cause for concern? And what measures can we take to safeguard ourselves? Dr. R.P. Ilangu, a Chennai-based pulmonologist with over three decades of experience, joins us today to discuss these questions. Welcome to the Hindus In Focus podcast, Dr. Ilangu. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Doctor, tell us a little bit about the respiratory illness spike in China that is now dominating the headlines. Yeah, that is the uh, new flash news for the last couple of days, that in China probably there is uh, a new outbreak of respiratory illness. And uh, neither is China telling us what it is all about. Uh, and WHO has also not issued any uh, report as of now. But what uh, we have come to hear from the news channels and from other medical sources are that uh, it is not yet like a pandemic. It is just the routine viruses like the uh, mycoplasma, like the adenovirus or the RSV, the respiratory syncytial virus. Uh, probably with some COVID strange uh, hangovers of the last epidemic and the flu uh, virus, which usually comes during the winter. So this is the uh, gamut of the viruses which we have come to know, mostly from media outlets and from uh, the internet and uh, not probably from any medical sources. So it's too early because even the WHO has asked for a report a couple of days ago and China has yet to submit. And usually they are late. And... Uh, the second point is, apart from the type of viruses, that it is mostly affecting the children, the pediatric age group less than 16 years. And um, it is amenable to the uh, usual medications. And that's what we know about it, that it is affecting the children and that uh, these are already known viruses, nothing new as such. Tell us a little bit about why, what are the reasons it could be specifically affecting children, doctor? Is it like because we had a two-year sort of a COVID lockdown and children therefore were not exposed to any other viruses at that point in time? Especially China went in for a massive lockdown uh, from the uh, news that we got. The news from China was already uh, censored and filtered, but from the news available, it was that they did a total shutdown and children were not uh, allowed to go to schools for about two years which was not the case in India and the other uh, countries in the world, like the West, Europe and other countries, where after a period of 
time, after a few months, we started sending back children to school. Uh, but they had a tight shutdown and they started uh, sending their children only this January. So probably the immunity in them is less. The second thing is the vaccines which were given in, in China were not as powerful as the vaccines which the West had. So these probably are the two reasons why there is a break, especially in children. Tell us a little bit about what is being talked about, doctor. Now we are we are hearing words such as the adenovirus, the you know RSV, uh, H9N2, and mycoplasma are some of the names of germs that are doing the rounds. Could you specifically explain to us what these are? See, these are the usual uh, viruses. Earlier, when uh, before COVID, nobody used to give much thought about the flu at all. Nobody knew what virus it was. It was usually the flu virus was the influenza virus. And in children especially, you get uh, a cold and a fever and you go to the pediatrician to get treated. Nobody knew about adeno or RSV virus or the respiratory syncytial virus. Now, these are the same viruses which have been there for maybe years, hundreds of years in the children. These are the usual viruses which affect the children, nothing much to worry about in normal children unless they have you know, an immunocompromised state, which means they have had you know a transplant, they have a, a cancer, a malignancy, a leukemia, a lymphoma. Unless children have these sorts of uh, grievous diseases, there is nothing to worry about in children because the RSV or the adenovirus are the usual viruses. And mycoplasma pneumonia, you would have heard about the walking pneumonia. I mean, it is, it is a, it's, a, it's a medical terminology actually. Walking pneumonia meaning that the person walks around with a little amount of fever, but you do an x-ray, you see massive opacities. So there is a discordance in congruity between the x-ray pictures and the uh, patient. So that, that's why you call it a walking pneumonia. Usually pneumonia patient has a high spike of fever, coughing, phlegm, and they get admitted. But in mycoplasma pneumonia, you, you just walk around. And this has been there for, again, years and years together. So all this RSV, the adenovirus, mycoplasma, and the flu viruses, which we are talking about in the Chinese uh, latest uh, outbreak, are usual viruses, nothing to worry about. The only thing is, uh, are they going to affect the children in a more massive way? Uh, are they going to lead to any complications because of the post-COVID shutdown, especially? Um, we don't know. And even if that is the case in China, it may not be the same case in other countries like India and the West where children were exposed uh, after, you know, a year or so to uh, go back to the uh, school. So these viruses are the usual viruses, nothing new. There has been no sudden change or anything as that which happened in the COVID in 2020, March, April. So while adenovirus and uh, RSV are viruses, the mycoplasma is a bacterial infection, correct? Correct, correct. And you have medicines for that. So it is treatable by antibiotics? Yeah, yeah, correct. It's routine antibiotics you take for about five days or 10 days, you, you get cured. And then we get to routinely cases. Uh, we were just talking about whether or not India needs to be concerned. Uh, we are also going through a, a winter in India along with massive levels of pollution, especially in the national capital region and the monsoon season here in Tamil Nadu and some other southern parts. Uh, what Does India have any reason to be concerned about these respiratory infections? As of now, no. But because we learned a big lesson in the uh, COVID epidemic, um, though the government says that we need not uh, wear masks now in public places, there's nothing wrong in wearing masks, an ordinary AAA mask or even a face mask or a handkerchief when you're going out because of the pollution, especially in Delhi. Uh, Delhi has become a major, major problem. And unless the government and the public there do something serious about it, I think it's going to land up in a big problem. But other parts of the country, there is nothing to worry about it. But be careful about 
uh, you know, any traveler coming in from China, if you are working in a hospital or a public institution where you're exposed to travelers, you be careful with patients coming from China and watch them very carefully. Um, otherwise, just wear a AAA mask and uh, hand hygiene. The routine things that we used to do during COVID on a much, much larger scale can be still continued to be on the careful side. The winter flu is always a routine flu. And what we usually advise is uh, that you take the early shots, the early flu shots from September to Jan, Feb, you can take a flu shot. It's a very safe injection. And before COVID, it was not much taken, but now people are coming and taking in large groups. It's just a single shot. You just go there, take your vaccine. And for a year, most of these viruses in the winter, which affect you, uh, you're covered. So the winter part is covered if you take a flu shot. And for pollution, as in Delhi, you have to wear masks and go about and create a private and uh, public and government enterprise to prevent pollution on a large scale. Tell us a little bit about the flu shots, doctor. Can anybody take it? Nothing to worry. Anybody can take it. And uh, especially those who have comorbid conditions like who are above 60 and who have diabetes, who have uh, uh, hypertension, heart disease, kidney disease, liver disease, or smokers. But anybody can take it. So there is no issue about it. And children? Children, it depends on what the doctors would advise. Right. The center has asked, the Central Government of India has asked uh, states across the country uh, to be a little bit more careful when it comes to these things in terms of keeping track of uh, uh, severe acute respiratory infection and influenza-like illness cases. Uh, what is the situation that you are seeing, doctor, as as uh, as a healthcare worker? What, what do you see in the hospital? Are we seeing a little bit of a rise in such cases? No, uh, it's the usual uh, winter flu which is coming in. And uh, during the winter always, because the virus thrives better in colder conditions, uh, in winter we, we we get home quickly, especially in the, you know, in the northern part of India, people come home quickly and they stay in, indoors uh, more than during summer. For these two reasons, the flu shots, uh, the flu actually is uh, more during the winter season. So uh, therefore, that is what we are seeing, uh, nothing dramatic. Uh, probably a little more than earlier years because uh, overall I think probably the immunity of the population is coming down. Otherwise, uh, nothing grossly abnormal. The usual winter flus are coming in, but more cases than before. Why do you say that the immunity is coming down, doctor? During the winter, the uh, flu virus, the cold and the fever that we get is happening as in any other winter season. Probably a little bit more, maybe I would say maybe 20% more, but nothing alarming. Uh, and that is because, you know, probably because of the pollution, which is increasing everywhere. Not only in Delhi, everywhere, the pollution is increasing. And people's general immunity is probably coming down. Otherwise, nothing alarming. I, just, I was just asking you about that, doctor. Why do you say that the immunity levels are dropping? See, the, uh, the stress levels are increasing in the modern population. Uh, people are more stressed, more worked, more on to virtual reality. And uh, overall, uh, that's how the modern civilization is going towards. They are missing out on the routine exercise, outdoors, um, uh, doing uh, anything for their mental well-being. That part is, I think, getting reduced overall. And therefore, we see more. Therefore, I think there is a lessening of immunity overall, especially in children and the young adults who are more hooked on to the Internet. Wow, <laughs> that is very true, doctor. There have been reports, especially on social media platforms, about how a lot of children who are getting respiratory illnesses now 
it seems to be lasting longer in them you mean i mean that it's lingering and it's not going away as soon as it probably should is that something that you have experienced as well no 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 i don't know about the social media because i don't follow that but medically i mean there has been no study saying that but i i i have generally a gut feeling there is no scientific data behind it overall more people are coming to the hospital now probably because of the covid scare and uh, the overall health condition is lesser you start you start seeing heart attacks at the younger age group and uh, you you are getting more of patients coming in that's what i'm trying to tell you uh, overall the health scenario isn't looking very good for the entire globe the entire planet but would you say that the health seeking behavior has increased post the pandemic it is increased but the health prevention modal- modalities have decreased you see overall the primary aim in medicine in china we had there is a saying that we used to have physicians who will be paid by the government if they have zero disease in a certain uh, community but now in modern medicine if you are look i mean not in india uh, abroad you are given a certain area like in china and in that area the more the patients the more you get paid for the doctors the doctors incentive is to treat more patients whereas in china there was a system where a doctor will be paid more if there is zero illness so the preventive part which we call as primary primary prevention like diabetes hypertension uh, obesity uh, mental illness these are to be primarily prevented by disease modification but we don't talk about it nobody is talking about it anywhere in the country i was trying it on a personal level but it never kicked out about 10 years ago on disease management programs but uh, because of the monetary issues involved it was given up tell us a little bit about what uh, precautionary measures we can take now doctor one thing we talked about a little bit was uh, masking in crowded places uh, hand hygiene uh, a, a personal distancing is should all that still be followed definitely definitely it can be followed throughout life now with pollution becoming more and you see that in delhi and uh, we don't know about much in madras because we are not taking as i told you research studies somebody should take it up uh, doctors are ready i mean i am ready to do uh, this research study free of cost but the point is we need funding we need funding on a large scale for a research team to study especially if you want it on madras so overall apart in respiratory illness what you do is you do masking you maintain your distance and you do hand hygiene not as vigorous as earlier but generally when you go out and come back you wash you go to your office you wash you using the lifts you wash you don't swipe like you used to do it in the covid period that is for the respiratory part but overall uh your sleeping pattern should be at least 7 to 8 hours a day of sleep good diet maintain your uh, weight within the body mass index which should be less than 24 but we generally see people um especially in the west that uh, most of them are overweight and the recent statistics is alarming that 88% of population is not healthy 88% of population 90% of population 9 out of 10 is not healthy they have either diabetes or hypertension or ischemic heart disease or they have asthma they have copd they have arthritis they have this they have that so that's the scenario so you sleep well you diet well maintain your body weight uh, you do exercise at least 30 minutes a day not to the gym i generally don't recommend the gym though that's the fad now you go out and walk you swing your arms and walk not on a treadmill inside your house i i, I want people to go outside not to be you know they go to the office come to the house they don't even see what's happening they don't see the sky people never look up and see the blue sky so go back to that walk outside do the exercise outside have anti stress activities in your life 
have time for yourself an hour a day which is nearly impossible nowadays with corporate sector with it sector so many sectors have one hour for yourself do what you want not what the uh, family wants not what you know the business wants that which you're attached to or what your government wants you keep yourself uh, separate and have an hour to yourself and do i mean especially in india do yoga meditation things like that that sounds good doctor last question uh, since uh, india had a pretty brutal uh, covid-19 delta wave and a, a, a large parts of the population acquired the infection has it in any way long term affected our respiratory systems our lungs unfortunately no studies no studies and whatever we say is from our experience is not you know pakka documented research so are we getting your know, answer to answer your questions answer is no we don't know but are we getting more uh, persons you know with uh, more illness post covid we need research studies we don't have thank you so much for speaking to us today doctor not at all not at all most welcome in focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues in the meantime you can find our podcast on spotify apple podcasts stitcher and other platforms just search for in focus by the hindu we'll see you soon